Hey, everybody. Welcome back to yet another edition of the Triple Option. I'm excited to be here. My co-hosts, my co-friends. Uh, we got Adam Brown, the coach AB, Kevin Little, video man extraordinaire. Say hello to the people in whichever order you like. People, hello. Hi, people. <laughs> ah, phenomenal. Just a, just a ball of energy here on the Triple Option. And these guys are amped up, and so am I, because we are talking. This is our National Signing Day Extravaganza Edition, where we're going to be going through the film of a Florida State's uh, they had 17 high school recruits this cycle. We're going to do something special for you because I love countdowns. It could be the same information, but as long as somebody puts a tiny little number next to somebody's name, it gets me way more amped up. We're going to be doing the triple options, 10 favorite high school recruits of Tribe 21. Uh, we're going to start. It can be a two-part series. So this is part one of two. Okay, good. Now you understand how that works. We're going to be going through 10 through 6. And then next week, we're going to be doing five through one. Uh, guys, I'm amped. Are you amped? I love countdowns. Oh, hell yeah. I love recruiting and signing day. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm fired up, man. I can't wait. I don't know. I don't I don't pay attention until they step on campus. So, this is. <laughs> well, some of them are on campus. So, just pretend like you care. So, Those are the ones great. I care about. 2021 recruiting class ranked 22nd overall per the 24-7 sports composite. If I refer to any of these recruiting rankings, uh, it's going to be the 24-7 sports composite, which is all of the main three recruiting ones jammed together to make a nice little uh, rating for you. So before we get into number 10, we're going to talk about some of the kids who did not make the list. And even though these guys did not make the list of our top 10 favorites, I still think that some of these guys are contributors and maybe even some very productive high school players. So I'm going to go in order. Uh, first, we've got, like I said, honorable mentions narrowly missing the cut. We've got a uh, Kobe Gross, uh, tight end, Shaheem Brown, who is a, a linebacker, probably like a DB combo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jordan Eubanks, another kind of linebacker DB mm -hmm. combo from Texas. Uh, one that was an interesting omission might uh, might raise the ire of people. Uh, DB Omarion Cooper, a four-star who did not make the top 10. Uh, he's a very talented kid. We've got a local defensive lineman, Josh Farmer, uh, cornerback Kevin Knowles from South Florida. And then finally, maybe not everybody's favorite recruit, didn't make our top 10 list, but he's top 10 in my heart because he was our best like online recruiter, kebab throw guy on Twitter, is a wide receiver from South Carolina, Josh Burrell. So... Yeah. Out of those names mentioned, uh, you first, Adam, then you, Kevin. Who's your favorite uh, recruit from that group of seven that could have very easily made the top ten? Well, it's pretty – I mean, it's cool. So, Bur Burrell, um, Farmer, and Knowles are all on campus already. So, they're three uh, early enrollees. Um, you, you know, uh, Gross was a Juco kid, so he's going to come in, in in the summertime. A uh, big physical body ready to step in. I think my favorite player out of that group, though, is Burrell. Um, I think he's going to be a physical slot receiver. Uh, his, his top end speed's kind of in question, but he's got big, strong hands, uh, got a good good frame, good good uh, good size to him already coming out of high school. Yeah, I think he's a worker, comes from a winning program. So I'm excited to kind of see how he progresses in his time at Florida State. Nice high floor, high maturity wide receiver. Yeah. I like that pick. I cannot believe you went offense, let alone receiver. That's very against character, Adam, but I like it. We're breaking tendencies here. Uh, K-Dog, what about you? Yeah, I, I think I want to add to that. I, I agree with AB here. Um, and I think the reason why he stands out is because wide receivers 
just just are able to make a, a quicker impact than a lot of these other positions. And so, um, especially where Florida State's at, uh, that that is that is the position group that that needs the most uh, consistency. And I think Burrell is the kind of guy that can can bring that to the program. Which is funny that we're saying that now because a hallmark of Jimbo Fisher's offense was how long it took wide receivers to get integrated into the system. I don't think that's going to be the case with Mike Norvell's offense. And if you if you look at his position group as a whole, um, they did the best recruiting wide receiver. That was my favorite position group. Yep. The guy I'm going to pick, uh, I think I'm going to pick Kevin Knowles. I like South Florida DBs, and maybe <laughs> that's just a Jarvis Brownlee recency bias, but I feel like Kevin's a dog, so I'm going to be uh, – you're my guy. You're my guy, Kevin Knowles. You're, you're my favorite honorable mention. So going to start at number 10. Uh, and our number 10 player on the triple option countdown is Louisiana defensive end Byron Turner. 6'3", 237-pound prospect. He is a high three-star prospect on the 24-7 sports composite. He's ranked around like an 88. He's in the 88th percentile. So let's pull up the film on Byron, the boogeyman, fun name, Turner. Uh, Turner's one of my favorite kids from the class. I think he's got a massive ceiling. Okay. W what makes you say that? Uh, he's long. He's athletic. Uh, I mean, oh, that, flex. that right there. Yeah, let's watch that again. I mean, he's just physical. You like how he comes out of, uh, he likes how he, how he comes out of his stance, nice and low, flat back. Oh. That's good. That's a that's an angle. That's a Kurt Angle Olympic takedown. You, you see a good first step. He's a kid that can slide inside. I think he can yep. play. That's. I think he can play on the uh, field the field side end. Um, he's kind of built like uh, J. Rob was. I don't know if his arms are quite as long. But, I mean, you see the explosive or the explosion out of his stance. Yeah, I like that he is playing inside a lot. I think that that adds a different skill set to what you would traditionally see as an edge ed rusher with his size and build. Yeah, you got to see some of the agility there, kind of on a little on a little loop stunt, a little tackle tackle stunt inside. Uh, and kind of just to the theme of Florida State's defensive line class, a lot of versatility. Guys that started off on the yep. end that are going to move to the inside, yep. guys that are in the inside. Can th there's a lot of like Swiss Army knife pieces. And this is against good competition. This kid plays for St. Augustine out of New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, the former high school of Coach Yak, Coach yeah. David Johnson. Yep. And, uh, man, a really good addition. Like you said, this film is – I'm just – I'm wooed by the suplex. I love <laughs> suplexes. That's a good one to start off with, right? Yeah, it looks good against the run and the pass, though. Very stout. Yeah, I think he – I think he's a little underrated. I, I think if that's a kid that if he would gotten out of some camps this last year – uh, we would have seen some more, uh, or we'd have seen a little higher rating for him. Oh, I mean, look at so that. that was look a good move. Yeah. yeah, let's get back and watch that. So a little hand play here. He's got the inside leverage, gets his arm, swims up, get pushes the tackle's arms out of the way. It's a good move. Nice to see that at this stage of his career, too. A lot of the, the defensive end versus offensive tackle game, it's almost like uh, physical rock, paper, scissors. You want to try to make them, you, you want to go outside when they're thinking inside, inside when they're thinking outside. So it's good to see a variety of, uh, of Byron's game. It's not just he's winning because of his, uh, that he's a physical specimen, which he is. Yeah. Yep. All right. 
Oh man, just violent too. I'm I'm enjoying the brutality of some of these recruits. Uh, I'm curious to see how he progresses as you know as like an edge rusher, getting up the field, beating guys with speed. I think that there's some. Um, I think that there's not a lot of upside in that part of his game. Um, okay. I think he's going to be a kid that's going to win with more power than speed. But you know, we'll see how he develops. I, I'm excited about him. He's one of my favorite kids from this class. Positionally, where do we think he ends up? Field end. Field end. Kev, yeah. you agree? Yeah. No, I think that's the that's where the versatility of um, him being able to to pass rush and, and set the edge on the field. There you go. Starting off hot. Now we're at number nine. Number nine oh, recruit. Oh, 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 oh. We're going to go with offensive lineman from Georgia. Two things that Florida State fans love to hear. Bryson Estes. So he's listed as an offensive center on 24-7. He's definitely an interior guy, 6'3", 291, another high three-star kid, 87% percentile on the 24-7 sports composite. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys think about Bryson Estes' game? It's another versatile kid, though. I mean, uh, he played tackle. He, I think that the thought is he's going to come in and play center or guard at Florida State, but I mean, he's a kid that could probably play right tackle for you in a pinch. Um, yeah, he, this kid is a weight room monster. I mean, he just eats the weight room up. There are a lot of videos on his Twitter of him lifting. Uh, I mean, he just he's a big, strong South Georgia kid. Yeah, good punch there. What I like, like about him is all tackle highlights. He always gets his his hips in the right position. So if you look at, he always gets the, the right leverage. So here, um, it points out who he is. He's this right tackle here. Not only is he making good time contact and driving his guys back, but he does a good job of getting his hips in the right position, and that's what really drives open this hole. I agree. I he, that, oh, go ahead, Adam. No, I think he plays against a little lower-level competition in Georgia. I'm, I'm not sure exactly, but, uh, yeah, I think Kev's right. I mean, but getting his hips in the right hole in the right spot, that, that tells you he's got good feet too. Yeah. Right, and it's also it's one of those things that's an important trait for an offensive lineman because not every block you're oh. going to land is per. Oh my God, that was violent. Love <laughs> it, but not every block you're going to land is perfect. But if you're at least leveraging the defensive lineman away from the play and getting him moving in the direction that the play calls for, that's an important that's an important characteristic to have. Shows good mental game, in my opinion. You know what you see when you watch film with some of these guys, and yeah, they may not be the highest rated guys. They they. they you know, they're not getting recruited by Alabama and going to go play at Alabama, but you know what? Like, you can watch that kid's film and say, all right, I can see him playing at the next level as opposed to these projections of some of these upside guys that we've seen recruited in the past that you weren't sure if they were going to be physical, you weren't sure if they were going to be able to put any weight on, you know, lots of different lots of different things that we've seen become an issue for Florida State at the offensive line position. I mean, you see he's got the size, you see he's got the – uh, ferociousness, the the violence to his game that you want out of an offensive lineman. And you could say, all right, he may not be the greatest prospect, but we know that he's going to be able to play. Good agility. I'd say the wow factor potential for him is low, but the ceiling is high, which is very important. You got to know what you're getting. You can afford very few busts with a limited roster like Florida right. State's as you're trying to flip it. Um, Kev, where do you project him on Florida State's roster? Center, guard? Well, I think he's a guard. Um, I think, I mean, he could be a center. I, I don't, I don't know. I think that's a lot of a mental game that it's hard to see um, in film, but I, I like the way he moves his feet. I think that's a good trait for a guard. Uh, it's, there's shovel clips of him pulling and he does good in space. And so uh, that's actually been a theme with a couple of the offensive linemen you'll see in this list is that, that they move their feet. Well, that 
Uh, they're able to get out in space. And we've seen this year that Norvell likes to, to pull his linemen, any and all of them. And so it's good to have someone with, with his frame that's able to, to move and, and get his feet in the right position. I, I see him as a high, high floor kind of guy. Right. Smart, versatile, agile, which is good when you're running the diverse kind of run blocking schemes that are a hallmark of the Norvell offense. Number eight, we move on. Uh, tight end. Tight end, a Norvell offense favorite, three-star Jackson West at Alabama, a 6'4", 231 prospect, 87th percentile in 24-7 sports. This is a kid that I'll be interested to hear your opinions on him, but from the opinions of other people I've heard on the FSU beat, this is a kid that highly underrated and could have as an early enrollee. This is one of everybody's main contenders to make instant impact uh, in the 2021 season. What do we think of Jackson West, gang? All right. Yeah, th- this kid is my favorite prospect in the class. This is your favorite prospect. Yeah, so- he, he's going to be an NFL Pro Bowler one day. Stop! Wow. Stop! Oh that is bold. I like I'm it. Not, why why do you say what? What parts of his game stand out to you? Uh, he, he, just I think he's got a, a awareness on the an awareness on the field that a lot of guys tend to lack i mean i think he's got athletic awareness like he understands he understands sports just in general um Woo! i think he i think he's a competitive kid i mean you see the athleticism in space he's got hands the kid's a freak i mean just i just think he's a stud i i think he was i'd like to know what his 40 time is but i mean you see him putting moves in space i mean that's elite feet right there yeah i think i think this i think this kid's a real freaking deal Big boy, too. It's 6'4", 231. And, Kevin, we talked about the potential for tight ends in this Norville offense. It would seem yep. that Florida State tight end Cam McDonald would get involved on every scripted drive, and we loved <laughs> it. He was effective. And then he went away as the bullets started flying. Um, what do you think? What, what, why do you think Jackson West is a good Norvell tight end? Uh, I, th- I mean – AB nailed it. The the kid's good in space. He runs good routes. He's not going to like overwhelm you with speed or anything, but I mean, he's uh, AB's right in the sense that NFL tight ends don't either. I, I think there are clips of him driving people downfield um, blocking wise. He's just, he's built like a tight end. He, he, he's got all the tools you need. And I, I do think Norvell likes him as a passing nice. threat. I mean, look at pluck that thing Good out hands. of here. Good hands, yeah, very, very fluid. I, I mean, like tight ends. Oh, go ahead. No, he. I mean, he was a three-sport athlete. Uh, I mean, he really just committed himself oh, to football over the last couple of years. So, there's still a lot of upside to his game as he as he continues to develop. It's a high upside kid, and like you, like you guys said, just the great awareness of space, the soft spots in the zone, and athletic enough to to catch it immediately. Turn up field. This is this is pretty he impressive returned, highlight tape. He returned punts for his team. That is wild. I did not know <laughs> a that. Sick, that is I a mean, fun a fact. Two hundred and thirty pound tight end returning punts. I, he's 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 a nasty blocker too. Yeah, I like hate him. Blocking. Social media. I hate social Drives media, which I'm a fan of. Yeah. yeah this is the, the he he that when he committed, I was I was pretty stoked. He uh, he this kid. This is a kid that I was pretty high on. Yeah, I don't expect Norvell to miss on too many tight ends. No, they, and they and they went into the state of Alabama and got him, and <clears throat> he had some SEC options. I mean, he was he was pretty heavily recruited. Oh my God, this is great film. I know. I don't. I don't even want to stop it. This is great film, and we've still got seven Dude, more shoot. guys. <laughs> oh my! Oh. We're not. We're like a third of the Junior. way through this film right now. 
Oh. I mean, do you tell me you don't see Travis Kelsey running around out there? I can see I, it. I'm not going to go I mean, down not really. No, I, know. I, guess, yeah. I don't literally see Travis Kelsey. Just the, the game itself, like just kind of how he runs. and. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's a big, it's sturdy, a fluid... runs good routes, has enough speed to punish you. Yeah. It's not an either-or tight end, right? It's not a, a blocking or a ca- pass catching. This is a complete. This is a complete prospect, which I mean, is he, a nice get. He, he takes Preston Daniels' job day one, right? I mean, oh, easily, yeah. yeah. He's uh, very like he said. I do like the way he tracks the ball, Adam. Just looks it right into the hand, catches it, and then immediately turns up field. Yeah, fun video. Speaking of more fun, we're at number seven. Lucky number seven. This one might be a little low on people's list just for the amount of fanfare that he got when he recommitted-ish. I don't even know how that whole process worked. Back to Florida State. We're talking about four-star IMG Florida wide receiver Malik McClain clocking in at number seven on the list. This is a 6'4". That's right, 6'4 prospect, 195 pounds, 90 to 91st percentile uh rated recruit on the 24 seven composite. And I might've had Malik McLean a little bit higher on my list. This was an aggregate of what we thought based on talent, positional need. And it was a bunch of other people's lists on my personal list. I might've had Malik McLean a little bit higher. I was really excited when we got him back in the fold. Yeah. He's a good, he's a good talented player. I mean, I wish we had more film of him, obviously, you know, with a weird COVID year, there's only so much. And he was kind of opposite of a, five-star wide receiver who's going to Alabama, so that didn't help him at all either. But, I mean, 6'4", gliding like that, that's, yep. that's fun that to watch. That is nice, isn't it? Come on. Smooth. It's fun to watch. Oh. He plucks the ball. I mean, you don't get to see a ton of him blocking, but. Look at that. Adjusting on the fly. Bam. Yeah. Touchdown. Body control. Taking on the contact there. Good hand Florida's, catcher. Florida's that's a good route. I like that stem. Oh, uh, the, the turnaround wasn't too great, but he yeah. snagged it. Yeah, but you know what? That's going to develop as he Yeah, know, that's he true. Into... Got to hope that Norvell, a, a previous wide receiver, knows knows a thing or two about teaching uh, yeah. routes. I just Florida State was in such desperate need of like a true number one receiver. It, it's nice to – this is a guy that could be – like I said, not there's other receivers on the list. Spoiler. Um this guy, I think, has the potential to end up – he could end up being your number one wide receiver of the future. I just yep. – I like the size. I like the athleticism. I like the catch radius. Um, really nice prospect, in my opinion. Yeah, I kind of liken him to like a Rodney Smith uh, blast from the past type. Like, <laughs> stretches stretches the field. Not going to beat you a ton on, on uh, comeback routes and stuff like that or, or intermediate routes, but he's going to do his damage getting down the field. Um maybe some back shoulder stuff, which we know Norvell likes to likes to do and wants to do, uh, you know, so I think, I think you hit it with a catch radius. That's a, that's a big, that's going to be a big part of his game. Yeah. Uh, yeah Norvell's a very uh, vertically minded offensive coach. When he, when he sees a one-on-one matchup, he's, he's going to try to beat you deep and you need those tall wide receivers that can go up and get, and yeah. I think he fits the mold. Right. True outside prospects is right now Florida State's roster. I think we're full of slot kind of gadget guys. (laughs) Kai Douglas's, Lawrence Tofili's, Keyshawn Helton's. We got plenty of those. We need some guys on the outside that can stretch it deep. And in Malik McLean, I think we have one. 
Finally, gentlemen, already to the first part of our two-part series, we are on the number sixth-ranked prospect. This is outside linebacker slash defensive end. I think he's going to play on the outside of Florida State. Four-star prospect from South Florida, Patrick Payton, 6'5", 205, he's a wiry man, 6'5", 205, ranked in the 89th to 90 percentile 24-7. Guys, this was an Florida State needed to flip the defensive end position, need to get some athleticism out on the edges, really haven't had a true pass rushing defensive end threat since Brian Burns. Um, they did really well in this class of defensive end, and Patrick mm-hmm. Payton's a prospect I'm excited about. Adam, what say you? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a true pass rushing specialist. I mean, this is a kid who you can count on on third down to get yep. impact pressure at the, on the quarterback. You see how long he is. I mean, six six, two. What did you say? Two oh five. I mean, he's yeah. Then they're gonna pack some pounds on him. Um, but I mean, just just watch just watch what he does to opposing tackles. I mean, look man, at just... the burst. Look at the explosiveness. Look at the length. Yep, that's what I like a lot about a lot of these defensive line prospects they're bringing in is they might not have the size on them right now, but they they've got the length. They've got the upside, and. You trust that Norvell I mean, and, and Co. can put it together, you know? Yeah, I mean, he was ridiculously productive in South Florida. Um, anyway, yeah. Was committed to Nebraska, and I'm shocked that there weren't more teams kind of in on him. You know, it's one of those deals. Who who knows what the story is there, but look at that, I mean, look at that burst. Uh, yeah. I, I, this is all about Adam Fuller and Mike Norvell trying to get a faster defense, Ooh. in my opinion. I don't know if this is going to lead to more of an attacking style of defensive line play. But when you've got some guys like Josh Farmer and Byron Turner and some guys who are possibly edge players moving to the inside to get some speed, that whole defensive line is going to be extremely quick and really hard to block, especially yeah. if they start shooting gaps. <laughs> yeah, that's way more modern of a defensive line. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping they're going to teams. Yeah, I'm hoping they're going to get in a little bit more one gap. Get it, just get up the field, attack, attack the quarterback. Stop the run on the way to the quarterback. I mean, you see some a lot of that in the NFL with the wide nine. Um, it'd be nice to see some of that coming to Florida State. I mean, looking at the ACC, it's almost everybody's one gapping except for us right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've seen Miami really kind of get to that over the last couple of years under Mandy Diaz and have a lot of success. Good awareness, too. If he can't get to the quarterback, he's always trying to disrupt the passing lanes, which... <sighs> That's good. It's good motor, man. It's good effort. Never gives yeah. up on the play. And God, it's good to get some twitch on the edge. <laughs> Isn't it? It's been Isn't so it? long. It's been so long. Yeah, I was getting tired of watching spin moves that didn't move anywhere. Uh, it was, it was, yeah, yeah, it was a broken, it was a broken dryer. But just, he's willing just, to just get on a busted spin cycle. He's willing to get in on the run. I mean, you see him kind of get a good jump underneath the block there. But uh, he's going to need he's a kid that's going to need some time to develop. I, I it wouldn't shock me if you saw him this year in some packages, uh, you know, as a yeah. season. I mean, we're going to be thin there anyway. So, yeah, yeah, you're going to you're going to need bodies. But I mean, you see some violence in his game, too, which is nice. Uh, yeah, not, not, not a lot of shine away from contact, which is going to be which is going to be important if he's going to see some time as a true freshman being able to hold up against the bigger bodies in college football. But there's no he's he's, he's not shy. He. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I love more violence delivery from the just I love brutality and I think we've upped it with this class and we may have upped it with this video because that's the end of part one of our series. This 
when combined with all the transfer talk that we have earlier, this is a good class. This is a good class, especially considering the the circumstances under which it was recruited. Uh, I'm excited. I, I'm I'm excited for the future guys. Out of the five that we covered, who's your favorite recruit out of that first group of five? Go ahead, Kev. Uh, I like Pat Payton. I like his upside. I think that the defensive end position is is probably the number two position on the field, and I think um, I think that he represents a trust in uh, the coaches trust themselves to develop players. I think you saw it with uh, Robinson this year. He looked like a different player at the end of the season than he did before. And I think a lot of his problems weren't necessarily on him. I think there was a lot of uh, deficit in his development that was due to coaching changes and turnover and maybe um, some uh, not the best coaching in, in that area. And so I, I'm excited to see what they can do with someone like him, someone who's a little yeah. bit more raw, but has, has the tools. All right, Adam, I want you to talk uh, for 30 seconds about Alabama, Tony Gonzalez, Jackson West. Cause that's who I think you're picking. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jackson West. I, mean, he's, um, <laughs> I listen, I just think he brings the height, weight, speed kind of factor that, uh, Florida state's lack since Nick O'Leary. Um, think he's twitchy i think he's tough as nails i think the kid's competitive uh just think he brings i think he brings some it to the to the team that they've kind of been lacking especially you know so just to the tight end room um i i'm excited for him i'm excited to see him play i've put some lofty expectations out there on him obviously but uh, i think the film kind of stands that this kid's got some game and I'm excited to see it in this offense. I think Norvell is going to find a way to, to scheme him up and get him open. I agree. My favorite is Malik McLean, but I would say out of <laughs> all of the guys that we talked about, uh, I think Jackson West is actually going to have the biggest impact next year due to his talent, um, due to how polished he is, due to him being an early enrollee, and just due to that, the depth of that room. I mean, immediately he's going to take uh, all of Preston Daniel snaps. Like just, I would say, allocate those to Jackson West next year to give you kind of an idea of how much he's going to play, if not more. So good first video. I'm in. I'm ready for part two. I could do it now, but we're not going to. We're going to make you wait. And the only way you're going to see it is if you subscribe to the X's and Knowles YouTube page, put on the notifications, ding, ding, get everything that we do get everything that kevin does get everything that adam does but boys i love countdowns and i only love them more after tonight <laughs> thank you listeners boys is there anything you want to leave our our uh, our wonderful our smart our probably handsome and beautiful viewers with before we leave yeah uh, how about the the shout out that we got from we believe was Mackenzie milton's brother and maybe <laughs> right. yeah that's right the last video i mean that was pretty that was pretty sweet yeah, yeah so any any family members of the people that we talked about if you want to say nice things uh, about us in the comment section we will read them so please go ahead flatter us it works effective uh to the milton family who said nice things in the last video mahalo thank you ohana family uh, and we love you guys. We'll, we'll see you next week. Aloha. That means goodbye. <laughs>